1: You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home.
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
3: Good morning, all. You are listening to the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama, The Sonic Society, episode 738, and our final episode for season 17. I'm Jack Ward, here with my co-host, the incredible, yet creditable, David Alt. <laughs>
4: Thank you. Good morning, everyone.
3: I know we have a packed show with Gothic Midwest double feature, but it's our last show of the season. We can't really get into all the different shows that we listen to. What were your thoughts overall this year? Oh,
4: it's been a year, hasn't it? It has. <laughs> I know I know that's been our refrain for, oh, at least the last three years. But uh, <laughs> yes. it certainly has been a year. Well,
3: it's gone especially fast for me because of my masters. And mm. so I haven't been able to listen to all the shows, pre-listen to them all like I usually do. So it, it's been really rushed because I've been spending all my time doing my work. But... I'm still stunned that I am never running out of new shows to feature. Every time I go looking, I'm like, I have more than I could possibly showcase. So that's awesome. Yes. Considering all the way back, it took, there was like, we were into season five to seven and we were sitting there going, I don't know if I can keep this series going. There's not enough shows out there. (laughs) Yeah. And then it just flipped on its head, and now there's more audio drama and audio fiction than I than I could it, possibly. And imagine. it
4: keeps on coming. There's so many new groups uh, who are producing new audio drama. Um, I don't know if you've caught any of it, but uh, Shadows at the Door has been doing uh, the, our mini series, The Picture of Dorian Gray, throughout June.
3: Oh, I love that story. No, I haven't. Ah, well, we started
4: back on the first of June, uh, and then there's three acts, uh, each releasing each week, and then discussion. And then there's a drunk version as well for for anyone who is into that sort <laughs> of <great>. thing. <laughs> so
3: you're not. It's not an audio reading fiction of this. this no, is no, no. This is this has been adapted,
4: adapted by oh, Mark Nixon. So awesome. He said he he needed to um, he needed to uh, take a few liberties with the text and and put himself sure. into the mind of Oscar Wilde to be able to uh, create the words to mm-hmm. bridge over. Where there would be long discussions of parties and things like that, but for uh, sure, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if you yeah. if you check that out, uh, then oh, uh, it's on to. the Shadows at the Door podcast feed.
3: I wonder if he'd be interested in letting us uh, replay on Mutual. That would be I, awesome.
4: I, yes, probably so.
3: That would be fantastic. Yeah, I'll have to rip you off a release for him. That would be fantastic. I'd love to have more Shadows of the Door, regardless. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because lately I've been. I've been the only thing I any, any chance getting to listen to all the time is the mutual feed because again there's three shows every single day to listen Absolutely. to there, right? <laughs> yes. so it's filling up my 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 cell phone. It's been great. Uh, so, but when it comes to Sonic Society, um, I again I just I'm so grateful for you. You know, I'm grateful for our audience, but I'm so grateful for David Alt, and I, I I I don't care who knows it because. <laughs> You have been like the best co-host to be able to bounce stuff off. I write scripts so fast because <laughs> just knowing our voices, and I know it's just little intros and stuff like that, but it takes time. It takes some time it to do all of this stuff. Yeah. And um, I hope that w- with a change of jobs at some point, maybe we can go back to some of those vignettes more. because Those I, are always fun.
4: I, I was just about to say, given the amount of stuff that you've taken on this year, yeah. Uh, and everything else that's been going on. I'm surprised that you haven't retreated into giving yourself way more work by creating huge soundscapes for these intros. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> um, no, and, and that would be fun because even listening to those replayed in um, on Monday matinee because we replay Sonic Society on mm. Monday matinee. I think we're on to season 13 right now down there. Listening, re-listening to those, those were fun. Oh, they were. Those were a lot of fun to do. Those, yeah. And sure, I I've struggled sometimes to come up with story ideas to fit them with what was coming up. <laughs> but it was it was still it was a real creative experience to be able to yeah. enjoy all of that. So I hope to get back to that again. Too. It really Sorry. wouldn't be
4: the Sonic Society though without you, Jack. Uh, oh, it's well, it's as simple as that. You you are the Sonic Society. Wow. Well, uh, I'm just along for the ride.
3: <laughs> what? And what a ride it's been. Thank you so much, everybody. (laughs) But for now, let us complete this season with Unwell, a Midwest Gothic. Episodes 1 and 2, Homecoming, and The Diner, both begin right here. On the Sonic Society.
5: This episode of Unwell is brought to you by Solar. Hey there, Jeffrey here. Today, I'm excited to recommend Solar, a new audio fiction podcast from a fantastic team of creators. Solar is a poignant thrill ride that explores the vastness of the human spirit. Starring Stephanie Beatriz, Tony Award winner Alan Cumming, Academy Award winner Helen Hunt, and Jonathan Bangs. Whew, what a cast. We have a quick preview of Solar to play for you now, and you can join the mission anytime by listening to Solar wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Solar, from Kurtco Media. A fully immersive sonic adventure. With revolutionary sound from Dolby Atmos, starring Stephanie Beatrice. Jamal has given up, but I'm going to find a way to save him. Tony Award winner Alan Cummings. Leaders have to make sacrifices. Academy Award winner Helen Hunt.
3: This isn't how our mission ends.
1: And Jonathan Bangs. Getting you home is the only thing I can do to give my life any worth. Solar, available wherever you listen to podcasts. This
2: episode is brought to you by Dipsy Stories. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy stories designed by women for women. So maybe one day you'll want something like flirty and romantic, and then tomorrow maybe you want something with power dynamics and sneaking around. Dipsy can meet you there. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore fantasies, or maybe heat things up with your partner. Lately, I've been exploring a series of stories starring Luke Cage from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and it is a total delight. For listeners of Unwell, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com unwell. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com unwell. DipsyStories.com unwell.
5: Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land.
2: Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples.
5: I've got the door. Thanks, Russ. Now, lights out is in twenty minutes. Are you gonna be all right getting home?
6: I think I can handle the mean streets of Mount Absalom.
5: If you're sure.
6: Good night, Dot. Night. Good night, Dot. Well, hiya, Dot.
7: Hi, Dot Harper. Mommy.
1: Good morning, Dot. 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 Dot.
7: Dot.
4: Dot.
1: Dottie. Dot. Good night. Dot.
8: Dot. 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 Dorothy. Dot. Dot. Dorothy. Dot. 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 Dot.
1: Dot. Dot. Dorothy. Dorothy. Dot. Dot.
6: i
9: bitch. Dot? Wes? Dot, are you alright?
6: Dot! Uh, definitely not. My ankle.
9: Don't try to move. I'll... I'll call an ambulance. What were you doing out here?
6: I was on my way home and... Where are we?
9: Highway 5. Out of town.
6: Must have got turned around. Uh,
9: hello? Yes, um, I need an ambulance. Dot Harper fell and hurt her ankle. No, we're on Highway 5, about a mile from the town line, I think.
7: I do not understand she went on. It is the eve of St. George's Day. Do you not know that tonight, when the clock strikes midnight, all the evil things in the world will have full sway? Do you know where you are going and what you are going to? She was in such evident distress that I tried to comfort her, but without effect. Finally, she went down on her knees and implored me not to go, at least to wait a day or two before starting. It was all very ridiculous, but I did not feel comfortable. However, there was business to be done. I could allow nothing to interfere with it. I therefore tried to...
10: Hello?
1: Hey there, Lily Bell. Hi, Dad. Just wanted to see how you were doing.
10: I'm fine. Though, I feel like I should have hit the turn off by now.
1: From what I remember, that exit is kind of tricky. Ask if she's using the hands-free device we got her. Mama C wants to know if you're using the hands-free device we got you.
2: Yes. Because it isn't safe to use a cell phone and drive
6: at the same time. I read that it's the same as driving drunk.
10: Both of my hands are on your wheel. Oh, good.
1: Any idea how long you're gonna be there?
10: Six to eight weeks, according to the doctor. Maybe longer because of her, uh... Age. Her words, not mine.
1: Well, Cynthia and I are here, if you
10: need us. Thanks, Dad.
11: <laughs> Shit! You okay?
4: Huh?
10: Sorry, a... A dog ran out into the middle of the road.
11: Are you all right?
10: I'm fine. I have to let you go. I need to see if it's hurt.
1: Okay, Give us a call back when you get there. Will do. (laughs)
10: Hey. Big guy. Are you okay? Yeah, no. You're right. I should just stay in the car. Oh, look. you brought a friend. A big... Angry friend. Shoot.
5: Go away. The dog!
8: You alright, miss?
10: Are those your dogs?
8: I'm terribly sorry. They ran off before I could stop them.
10: Yeah, w- well, maybe keep them on a leash next time.
8: I very much doubt an old fella like me is going to stop them going wherever they want to go with or without a leash. How about you, though? Anything broken?
10: I'm fine.
8: Well, thank the Lord for that. You hear that, Dawn? Molly? You got lucky this time. Again, I am terribly sorry, miss. You have a good day. Come on, you two. Hey, sorry.
10: Do you live here?
8: Roundabouts.
10: You wouldn't happen to know where the exit road to Mount Absalom is? Mount
8: Absalom, sure. Uh, you see that tree up ahead? Yeah? Turn left. That's it? That's it.
10: Well, I... kind of feel stupid now.
8: <laughs> the way is always clear once it's been pointed out. Like the little girl in the woods. What did you say? The little girl in the woods. It's a story around these parts. A little girl gets lost in the woods. She spends days trying to find her way home, but to no avail. The woods will not give her back. So she sits down and thinks and prays, and as she looks up to the sky to ask God for help, she notices. The tree she is sitting under has a single, low branch. And and so does the one next to it, and the one next to that. And they all point in the same direction.
10: And she remembers that her father is a woodcutter who goes into the woods to cut branches for firewood. And she thinks maybe he would leave one branch to lead him out of the forest again. So she follows the pointing trees all the way home.
8: You know the story.
10: I heard it once, when I was a kid.
8: You from around here, then?
10: No, I'm... I'm visiting someone.
8: Ah. (laughs) Well, have a pleasant visit.
10: Thanks.
7: I tried to raise her up and said as gravely as I could that I thanked her, but my duty was imperative, and that I must go. She then rose and dried her eyes, and taking a crucifix from her neck, offered it to me. I did not know what to do. It seemed so ungracious to refuse an old lady meaning so well and in such a state of mind. She saw, I suppose, the doubt in my face, before she put the
10: we go.
9: Can I help you?
10: Yes, my name is Lillian Harper. My mom is... Yes. (laughs) Yes.
9: Dot <laughs> said you were coming. Come in, come in. Sorry. Most people don't knock. They just come on
10: in. Right, because it's a boarding house. Yeah.
9: So, welcome home, I guess.
10: Uh, do you want something to drink? Yeah, or? I'm sorry. Who
9: are you? <laughs> sorry. I'm Wes. I work here. Part time, part-ish time, evenings and weekends mostly. More right now because school's out, you know. Oh, I also run the ghost tour. Ghost tour? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Only the most haunted house in Mount Absalom. Ooh! <clears throat> tour begins at dusk if you're interested.
10: Free of charge for you. Of course. Oh,
9: shoot! I almost forgot.
10: Here. This is for you. A casserole.
9: (laughs) I made it myself. My mom said it was a traditional welcoming gift.
10: And how long has it been sitting under your desk? Oh,
9: this probably should have been in the refrigerator.
10: (laughs) Probably. I'll be right back. Hello. Can I help you?
11: I'm looking for Lillian Harper. Yes. Chester Warren, assistant to Mayor Lopez. Oh. Uh. Hi. I am your official welcoming party. On behalf of Mayor Lopez and the village assembly members, I am to offer a most sincere welcome home.
10: And a casserole. Yay.
11: Not 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 just the casserole. I also have. A gift certificate for one free ice cream over at D'Souza's The De Ice Cream, the best scoop in town. You'll find them down on Main. If your car needs an oil change while you're here, a certificate for a free oil change and a tire rotation at Auto's Auto, also on Main. Don't let the name fool you, though. Uh, there is no auto. Mary Lou just likes puns. here's a coupon for one free movie rental from The Movie Night. Let me guess. On Main. It's all coming back now, isn't it? Like you never left. Now this, uh, this is expired.
10: I'm sorry. How did you know I was coming?
11: Dot mentioned it. To the mayor. No, but small town, you know how it is. Sure. Oh, and the biggie. (laughs) One free admission to the Celery Festival.
10: Right, the Celery Festival.
11: How long has it been? Since... Since you've attended the Celery Festival.
10: Yeah, I really couldn't say.
11: Fifteen years? Give or take. Hopefully more give than take. That'll be on uh, Labor Day weekend. Do you think you'll still be here on Labor Day weekend?
10: Honestly, I don't know.
11: Well, you should definitely try. It's always a heck of a time. I'm sure. Anyway, I should let you settle in. It was a pleasure to meet you, Lillian, and again... Welcome home.
9: Thanks. Was that the door?
10: That was Chester Warren. Oh.
9: And another casserole.
10: Yeah. Look, is my mom home? Hmm? Oh,
9: sorry. Uh, yes, I'll take you... No,
10: thank you. Just tell me where she is.
9: Uh, she's decorating room three for a new border. That's- Third floor, I know. Right. I'll just put your casserole away then.
10: Right. You... I remember you, you snitch! Yeah, I remember you, too. Mom? Mom! Lily? Mom? Lily, you made it. Are you... Is everything all right? Of course. Why wouldn't it be? It's just... It sounded like... Dot. Dot. What?
6: Forty-five seconds. Not a bad response time. Now, let's see you resuscitate the bag of potatoes. I thought you were hurt! And let that be a lesson to you. If I were actually hurt, there'd be a good deal more swearing.
9: Crazy old bat.
6: Bitch, dear. If you're going to work in this house sooner or later, you have to learn to cuss. You forgot the potatoes. I hate you. Lift with your legs. Oh. How did you even get this up here? A magician never reveals her tricks. So, Lily, what do you think? Same as always. The room? I just painted it.
10: Oh, right. The room. Um is a kid coming to live here?
6: An astronomer? plans to fix up the old observatory on Chapel Hill. Thought he'd like to look up at the stars at night.
10: And did he ask for sheets with planets on them?
6: That is the personal touch that only Fenwood House Boarding Services can provide. It's good to see you, Lily Bell.
10: It's been a while.
6: Fourteen years. Yeah,
10: well, things have been, you know. Right. Right. Let me show you your room. You can just tell me which one is empty and... Let me show you your room. Fine. Show me my room.
6: This way. Do you need help? I've got it. I've got it. Okay. Are you still working at that alpaca farm?
10: Not for a year and a half. I work at a call center now.
6: A call center?
10: For Spoodle.
6: Doesn't sound as fun as the alpaca farm.
10: Yeah, well, getting bit by an alpaca makes you reconsider how important boring little things like health insurance are. How long has Wes been working here?
6: A year or two.
10: Is that even legal?
6: I'm not screwing him. You
10: know what I mean. He's like 12.
6: He's 16, Lilybell. And yes, he comes with all his papers and his shots. Unlike someone who I recall somehow worked four jobs in a single summer.
10: That was different. Ooh. I was 17. Your room. You didn't. You saved my room? Of course
6: not. I've got a business to run, and this is prime real estate. But I saved all your things, and when you called, I took them out of storage and put them back just as you left it. Embarrassing amount of stuffed animals and all.
10: It's exactly the same. Like, exactly. I took pictures of where it all went. You are a crazy old bat.
6: Hey, Dot! Yeah? Look out the window! The window? What in the... Give me a hand, will you? Sure. This thing does not like to move. Russ?
5: Dot, hi! Did your daughter arrive yet?
6: Yeah, she's here. Hey.
5: Lillian! Russell Epstein. Hi, we are the official, unofficial town welcoming party. And as you can see, we come bearing
4: gifts.
10: Yes, I do see that. We'll be right down, Russell.
6: Hope you like casserole.
10: Welcome home. Sure, home.
5: This episode features
6: Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily Marsha Harmon as Dot
1: Clint Worthington as Russell Epstein
6: Bethany Hart as Cynthia Harper
1: LaQuinn Groves as Dale Mark
9: Soloff as an old man on the edge of town Michael Turrentine
7: as Wes Pat King as Chester Sebastian Orr as
6: (laughs) Ellie Maitland as
5: (laughs) Written by Jim McDonnell Sound design by Ryan Sheely. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon.
2: Recording engineer Mel Ruder.
5: Unwell lead sound designer Ryan Sheely.
2: Executive producers Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner.
5: By Heartlife NFP.
2: Unwell is supported by our listeners at Patreon. You can support us by visiting Patreon.com/HeartlifeNFP. And a special thanks to our supporting producers, Caitlin White, Bill Gardner, Steve Diamond, James Battle, and Anton S. According to the disputed filings in the State Historic Preservation Office, the Fenwood House is the oldest continually inhabited residence in all of Ohio. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
5: Broadcasting, this is Roger Brigado fisher Communications, Moonbase Theta. We are now at 20 weeks before base shutdown. According to guidelines, the majority of our crew has gone into stasis to conserve resources. Still awake from our 42-person complement are myself, Nessa Chong, Agriculture...
1: I want to make it right with you if I can. I want to heal the hurt.
5: Shweeney Ray, Astrophysics... Oh, mister Bragado Bregato-Fisher... I was amused by the screw you too, Michelle Langlois, security.
9: I wish I could have seen his stupid face when he heard that. Review camera footage from 7-9 for this date.
5: And Wilder, base maintenance.
2: I'm doing my best here, loves, but I'm definitely still under repair.
5: <laughs> if you review my employment contract, I am allocated 15 seconds of each broadcast for personal messages.
1: My messages aren't getting
5: through. If they were getting through, I would have heard back by now. My husband, Alessandra, I love you. If Roger had to tie a note to a rock and
4: drop it down the gravity well. Give Castor and Pollux a treat for me. I'll be coming home soon.
5: Roger, gods, I hope this reaches you. I'm gonna... I hope you're okay up there.
9: Moonbase
10: Theta Out. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts.
4: Base Theta out.
2: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. So, recently, a friend of mine told me that when she hears my BetterHelp ads on Unwell, she feels like I'm talking directly to her. And I texted back and I was like, lol, but yes, I am talking to you. Maybe you want to go to therapy. Is that weird? I hope it's only a little weird because I know that making the decision to start therapy can feel like a really big deal, but it's worth it. Therapy has changed my life and I don't know your life, but I bet it could be great for you too. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/unwell. That's B E T T E R H E L P.com/unwell.
5: This episode of Unwell is brought to you by Solar. Hey there, Jeffrey here. Today I'm excited to recommend Solar a new audio fiction podcast from a fantastic team of creators. Solar is a poignant thrill ride that explores the vastness of the human spirit. Starring Stephanie Beatriz, Tony Award winner Alan Cumming, Academy Award winner Helen Hunt, and Jonathan Bangs. Whew, what a cast. We have a quick preview of Solar to play for you now, and you can join the mission anytime by listening to Solar
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Solar, from Kurt Co Media. A fully immersive sonic adventure with revolutionary sound from Dolby Atmos, starring Stephanie Beatrice. Jamal has given up, but I'm going to find a way to save him. Tony Award winner Alan Cummings. Leaders have to make sacrifices. Academy Award winner Helen Hunt.
3: This isn't how our mission ends.
1: And Jonathan Bangs.
5: Getting you home is the only thing I can do to give my life any worth.
1: Solar, available wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: This is Eleanor Hyde.
5: And I'm Jeffrey Nils Gardner. We are the executive producers of Unwell.
2: As you are enjoying Unwell, if you want more, please mosey over to our website. It's at unwellpodcast.com. This is the hub that we use to collect all things unwell in one place. So you can find details about our cast and crew. There are transcripts for every episode. And you can find information about how to support us on Patreon or check out our merch store or even find links to our advertisers.
5: As an independently produced show, we really rely on our listeners to help us succeed. Whether that's supporting us on Patreon or just telling a friend about the show, Your support makes all of this possible.
2: So that website, one more time, is unwellpodcast.com. We hope to see you over there.
5: Enjoy the show.
6: What's all that clanking? Who's in the pantry? God, tell me it's not rats. Rodents, if you don't scram ASAP, I'm crushing skulls.
10: It's just me. Ow.
6: Lily, get out of there.
10: Careful on the stairs.
6: Stop snooping
10: through my stuff. Okay, this, this can, mom, you could sell this can on eBay and make a fortune. Azodicarbonamide. that is not a legal ingredient anymore. It gives it flavor. Are you joking? If you're hungry, I'll heat you up some casserole, but don't mess with all the cans. Someone is going to get sick. This one says expires May 1998.
9: Lillian, they're not dented and bulging.
10: I really think they're fine. You're not supposed to eat them after they expire. Everyone knows canned food doesn't go bad, Then why do they print an expiration date on there?
6: Lily, they just don't want to get sued.
10: By people who get sick from eating expired canned goods. Why are you messing
6: around with the cans anyway? You're just being nosy. I'm going to go buy some on eBay and mix them up in here just so you go, Oh, Mom, you're losing it. This expired in 1938. Funny. What, are you hungry or something? I mean, it's dinner time. Come on, I'll heat you up some
10: casserole. I threw them away. You threw them away? Even the handball's one? I just thought... That one was good. They've been in the fridge for four days. So? So I threw them out. I'm helping you. You need to relearn what that word means. I'm protecting you. Really, three days is the maximum you want to keep food in there. I let you keep them you for an extra. You only keep shit in your fridge for three days? I don't keep any shit in my fridge, Mom. That's why we You're invented crazy. septic Who systems. are crazy. Who raised you? Uh-huh.
9: OK, Lillian, I think what we're all trying to say is that the casseroles were a symbol of love for you from the town. And it was a shame to waste them. That's I can't all.
6: believe you threw away free
10: food. I had to. It's a safety thing.
6: Since when do you have such a stick-up-your-ass about food this safety? This is basic
10: sanitation. They had a few more days before they were truly of health You were hazard. going to wait till you got sick? You'd wait till I was driving you to the hospital, and then you'd say, then you'd say, hey, I think it's time to toss all those casseroles, huh? Sorry.
6: The ghosts also mourn the loss of the ham balls, Wes. Whom do I thank for throwing away the casseroles? Abby. Meet Lily.
0: Eternal thanks. They were becoming a non option.
6: Lily's the other boarder.
10: And her daughter. Abby. Cool. Nice to meet you. So you're boarding here? Yep. All right. I'm digging this Virginia Woolf vibe going on. Every gal with a room of her own. Person with a room of their own in my case. Oh, I'm so sorry. There. Sorry. It's all right. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said her when I didn't know what yes. your correct help me, I should've out of here. asked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too many apologies make it weird. Sorry. Mom, put those cans back in the trash where I'm dumping them down the toilet. Fine. She was always so dramatic. Okay, who wants food? I'll get some takeout. From where? From a restaurant, Wes.
9: But sunrise is closed.
10: Yeah, well good. I'm not eating blueberry scones for dinner.
9: But there's nowhere else.
10: There's something open.
9: This is a small town. Simple people, simple pleasures. There's no late night steakhouses or 24 hour diners.
0: Except for the 24 hour diner on Ash. Yes,
9: that would be magically convenient, but it's not that kind of town.
0: There is a 24-hour diner. It's on Ash and Third, called Hunter's. Sounds meat-forward, so not for me, but for those who eat the flesh of the innocent, sure.
9: There's no diner.
0: Yes, there is?
9: There's no diner. There's none. I just drove past it yesterday, and I've been driving past it for the last
0: month.
6: It's not that kind of town. I don't know what that means. Wes, honey, it's okay.
10: It's nice. A new place opened up. A 24-hour diner. I would have loved that in high school. Where is it? Ash and Third? Yep. That's impossible. Ash and third, got it. All right, I think I'm just going to walk. You can't walk; it's two miles. Be back in a bit. <laughs> what am I doing here? Oh man! Oh man! Oh man!
5: Hey.
10: Hey, how's it going?
5: Good. What's
1: going on?
10: Mom's driving me up a tree and you can't walk anywhere here.
1: You used to like going to that ice cream place in town.
10: Yeah, the house is not in town. Remember the place you dropped me off at every summer? Remember how creepy and old and middle of nowhere and literally right next door to a cemetery it was? (laughs) I do. Yeah, she's still living there. And the ice cream place closes at, like, noon. So...
1: You are doing a good thing being there for her.
10: How'd she manage to guilt trip me this hard? She wasn't even around.
1: You spent summers with her. She called. She sent letters. She did what she could.
10: I just don't see why I have to feel sorry for her. She never...
1: Gah! What? What's going on, Lily?
10: There's all of a sudden all these nets. I think one's in my mouth
1: <laughs> okay hang in there darling better out than in at least it's not a pair of rabbit dogs
10: uh this place is wild
1: well you're a wild kid so you fit right in
10: <laughs> thanks
1: lily bell look she's a good person you're a good person there's no crime in the two of you helping each other out
10: i don't need her help
1: Maybe you need someone to talk to. You've both been through some hot stuff. What? And it might be good
7: to hash it off.
10: Dad? Hello? Dad? Shit. Ugh, where is this place? Hey, Abby. Right. I remember from 20 minutes ago. You want a ride? Thanks, but I just need to be alone for a bit.
0: It's going to get dark pretty soon. Have you ever been out at night in a dark sky town?
10: I've been outside at night before, yes.
0: But you can't see anything in a dark sky town. Nothing but the stars and shadows. No houses. No street lights. And the thoughts in your head suddenly sound really loud? Huh. Not to mention all the bird and insect and animal noises. Got it. And there's this strange sensation when you walk around. The darkness presses in all around you. Is it a hug or gentle suffocation?
10: Okay, you've convinced me.
0: No, I like it. I just know it freaks some people out, and I thought you should be aware.
10: Cool, thanks. Yeah, I'll take a ride. Faster.
11: So
0: tasty. I can't stand this jingle. It plays all the time. Just listen to a podcast or something. Eh, it's legitimate data. Are you researching the town? I am. I received a grant to examine the architectural landscape of small towns in varying levels of decay. Why? Because my expenses must be paid no, for. No, no. Why is this important to you? Do you think that... Anything can be done for this place? For rural small town decay? Of course! There should be, and this is my eventual goal, doctors for small towns themselves who diagnose the problems, draw up a treatment plan, and cure. The doctorate I'm pursuing is in history with a focus on urban planning, and with that background hopefully... Doctorate. Jesus. You can't throw enough knowledge at this problem. We can fix rural blight. The answers are in contemporary data and the primary documents of the past. It just requires study. The best paths for the future lie in our past.
10: Huh. If you get a doctorate in anything, do people still have to call you doctor? Yes. That's cool. What's your area? What do I do for work, you mean? I'm a customer service rep for Spoodle. I work remotely. I'm sure you've heard me. Thank you for calling Spoodle Support. This is Lillian. Can I have the email address associated with your account? It's rude to eavesdrop, unless it's for science. There really isn't even like a pizza by the slice place here. Maybe in Julian? A Chinese place. No one thought to open one in the million years since I've been here. Julian might have one. Oh my god, that's like an hour away. I can't. I'm not driving you there, certainly. All right, where's that diner? <laughs>
0: I don't know why Weston didn't believe me about this place. It'd be such a strange thing to lie about. When did it open? 40... 45 years ago?
10: No, no, this definitely wasn't here when I was a kid.
0: Hmm. Well, themed diners aren't uncommon, though I'm not sure who's nostalgic for 1970s wood paneling and orange carpet. But it even, like, smells old, don't you think? You're probably just
10: smelling all the taxidermy. Welcome to Hunter's. Two for dinner? No, sorry. (laughs) Can we see a menu? We just want to get a few things to go.
6: Dining in is optimal.
10: Yeah, I bet. Uh, But we can't. Hungry people at home. Shame. Okay, I actually don't need a menu. Let's just get, I don't know, three cheeseburgers and fries and a grilled cheese. And onion rings.
0: I'm afraid we don't have... Grilled cheese. Then a cheeseburger without the burger. (laughs) Very good.
10: 1672 is your total. Oh. Okay. Do you take cards? Cash only, I'm afraid. 328 is your change. Thanks. Let me give you something for this. That's okay. It was... Not expensive. Hello, ten minutes. Sounds great.
9: So, I called about the tuck pointing. They gave me a quote. It sounds fair.
6: Sure, do it. Can you throw clean sheets on Lily's bed?
9: Uh, I have down that we're changing the linens on Saturday. Do you feel like we should move it up?
6: No, it's all right. That used to make her feel better, but Saturday's fine. I should make her a cake.
9: Um, Most everything's in the trash.
6: I should have baked one when she got here. This should feel like home.
9: I'll put out some tea.
10: Seriously, who thought wall-to-wall orange carpeting was the way to go? Sets the mood. Yeah, of a dusty moldy. Hey, where's the- I have your order here, madam. Excuse me. Hi. Can I speak to the manager?
7: I'm the proprietor.
10: I noticed there's no sign about the results of your last health inspection. Do you have a sanitation certificate I could see?
7: Ah. I guess you're from the big city, full of mistrust toward one's fellow man. I say there's no need for a health inspection.
10: Okay, why?
7: Because I am a gentleman.
10: All right, let's just take our food and leave. Bye.
8: Shame. They should have dined in.
7: Would have been optimal.
10: What are the odds we're going to die if we eat this food? It's probably fine. It doesn't even feel that warm.
0: It should be at least 145 degrees. One of the myriad advantages of vegetarianism, I anticipate minimal E. coli lurking in my grilled cheese, so please hand it over before I collapse from hunger. Seriously, so hungry. Just dig it out, and I'll eat it right now. They just gave us four burgers. Vigilante meat-eating fox. Why the interest in sanitation? Does that come up a lot during Spoodle
10: customer service? I worked as the assistant manager of a Starbucks a couple years ago and had to get my food sanitation certificate. It seems silly to worry about it, but people can get really sick, and it's so easy to prevent. So I can't just have one onion
0: ring? No, I'm sorry. It's just, it's so dumb, I know, but I just would hate for anyone to get sick. My hunger is such that my stomach is on fire.
10: I'm sorry. <laughs> Eat and be merry, woodland creatures. But they won't. They'll probably all come down with trichinosis. Okay, so dinner, what's the plan? There's a
0: 7-Eleven right outside of town. I can make a mean frozen pizza.
10: Lily, are you back yet? We got some pizza. Give us 20 minutes to make 10 it. 10 to
0: 12 minutes. Every pizza is different. Where's
10: the food? We're making a pizza. The diner was weird. Closed. So weird it might as well have been closed. We'll have something on the table soon. Drink some tea. Okay. I don't know what she's... What am I preheating it to? 425. Okay. Oh, this oven is
0: old. You know there are municipal water pipes in Philadelphia that are over 200 years old. Really? No. Yeah. Google it. They're made of wood. Wild. Hey, random, but what's your read on Wes? He's fine. Tidy. Polite. I feel like he's a Boy Scout.
10: I don't know. He acts like he runs things. He kinda does. He doesn't. He's just the assistant curator of the house, or whatever Mom calls him. He's a tour guide who knows where the brooms are. Can I
0: just throw the pizza in now? I guess. It won't be as crispy, but it'll get done marginally faster. That's the goal. I think Wes is good for Dottie. He helps her find her crutches. It's unironically heartwarming.
10: That's the thing. He treats her like an old lady. It's insane. She's only 62.
0: What's that smell? What smell? Something's weird. Turn it off. No, why? It's still... Turn it
10: off. It's still preheating. That's just no something's that's... burning. It's just some cheese or something turn it that's off. dripped. Why? There's smoke. There's no. Oh shit. What the hell is that smell? What dial is it? It's just some cheese. It's just preheating. Are
6: you burning down my goddamn? How house? do you turn it off? Where's cancel? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Close.
9: There's no cancel. There's just a dial. I'll do it. Leave it closed. It'll burn itself out. Now let's open the back door. Abby, you want to fan it a little? Brooms are right here, so let's just give it a poke.
6: And that's that. Put a fire extinguisher on the wall next to the stove. I'll do it tomorrow.
10: All I did was turn it on. You're saying the oven just caught on fire? It's really old. You should get a replace.
6: I've used it every day for 24 years, and it's never started spewing out smoke two seconds after I started this using it. This is not my fault. Well, I don't know who else you can blame it on. The pizza
10: was in there for five seconds. It was something else. Don't let the smoke out. Pizza still frozen, okay? So that wasn't what was on fire.
2: That was probably still good.
10: There's something metal in... Oh, wow. What? Oh, who put a cake in the oven and forgot to turn it on? Oh, shit. You did this. I was making it for you. And then it, what, just slipped your mind? Forget I was coming? No.
6: I have other things I'm doing, Lillian, other than sitting around waiting for you to ice me with your presence. Yeah, I get it. I get presents. it. All right. So a pan of raw cake batter just burst into flames? Is that what happened? No. It spilled.
9: You must have knocked the pan over when you put the pizza in.
6: Thanks, Wes. There's cake batter all over the oven. Ripely aged
10: cake batter.
9: This is going to be tricky to clean. It might have dripped into the gas line.
10: Lily! Try to blame this on me. Who doesn't check to see if there's anything in the oven? Who leaves stuff in the oven? I'll deep
6: clean it tomorrow. It's
10: fine. Wes, shut up. Don't talk to him like that. This was your fuck up. Don't talk to me like that. I don't have to be here. There's no court order anymore saying I have to see you. I know. Remember, I can leave whenever I want. I know. I want to stay, I need to be nicer or you'll leave. No... No, see, that's not what I mean at all. I want to help you, and just... It's hard sometimes, okay? Okay. I'm going upstairs. You want some cereal, Mom? I'm going to make myself some cereal.
9: Daddy? Daddy, can I bring you something to eat?
10: Isn't your arm getting tired? Nope. You look like the celery soda, light
0: and crispy, and oh so tasty. Treat me like the celery soda, drink me up and say hooray. So Lyric bottling works, Mount Absalom, Ohio. Sorry, stuck in my head. Smells going away.
10: Yep. How's mom?
9: She said she's going to bed. Why? She's been going to sleep pretty early recently.
10: Did she have any dinner?
9: She said she wasn't hungry.
10: You gotta make her eat something. I can make her eat? I don't know. Okay. Night, West. Night. Seriously, I can fan the kitchen for a while. I'm really
0: sensitive to smells. I'll just do it till it's gone. All right.
10: What the hell is that? Evening. What's with the banjo?
9: <laughs> it's a banderine. Sure. I keep it here, in case we're a little light on tours. Nice. Lots of time to practice. The ghosts of Finwood House don't get the attention they deserve.
10: Shouldn't you, like, go home?
9: Dottie's had trouble sleeping. I want to be here in case she needs me.
10: Needs you to what? Tuck her back in?
9: Lillian, she's a good woman. She deserves
10: kindness. Okay, here's a question. Why does everyone keep saying that? She's not... She left me. She had a job to do. Okay, well, I think she's done with her job, and now she's just an asshole. She's nervous because she wants to impress you. That's not... That's not what's going on. It's getting late. You need to just go home.
9: I appreciate your concern. I'll leave in a bit.
10: You want me to call your parents so they don't worry? No. Do you even have parents? I already called
9: them. I have a phone.
10: Okay. Night.
9: Night.
5: This episode features
6: Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily, Marsha Harmon as Dot.
5: LeQuinn Groves
9: as Dale. Michael Turrentine as Wes.
6: Kathleen Hoyle as Abby. Ellie Maitland as...
7: Sebastian Orr as...
8: <laughs> written by Jessica wright Buha. Sound design by Eli McElveen.
5: Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon,
8: Recording engineer Mel Ruder.
5: Unwell lead sound designer Ryan Sheely.
2: Executive producers Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner.
5: By Heartlife NFP.
2: Unwell is supported by our listeners at Patreon. You can support us by visiting Patreon.com/HeartlifeNFP. And a special thanks to our supporting producers Caitlin White, Bill Gardner, Steve Diamond, James Battle, and Anton S.
5: Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land.
2: Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples.
5: Notorious cereal poisoner Deirdre Abernathy stayed at the Fenwood House for two nights in April of 1935. Fortunately, she was not allowed to cook dinner.
2: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: When Kilner accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trap across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly, but now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do.
2: Think of Nikon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them and then they own you until you've paid it off with
1: interest. So all I have to do is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe? 900,027 credits and counting. You're stuck here,
2: with me, to work it off.
1: We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions, featuring Travelling by Cryo.
2: Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning, that's perfectly normal. Wait,
1: what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings,
4: visitors.
1: Is that popcorn?
2: Hello, Your
4: Excellency.
8: A.I.s. Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing it
1: automatically, calm down. And, of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a
8: device redacted
1: in or at the location redacted. Fixed Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe, consume, integrate, indoctrinate, assimilate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space. Register your interest with Automacon now.
4: And that's this week's show. Check out all our show notes on sonicsociety.org for Unwell. And while this is the end of season 17, it's not the end of the Sonic Society. Right, Jack?
3: right, again, David, as next we go to Sonic Summerstock mode and we begin our 2022 summer season featuring the very best in modern recreations of old-time radio scripts. And as always, your suite at the hotel down the block is booked and the playhouse is polishing the brass and cleaning the curtains and chairs from the dust for our new season until then everyone i'm jack ward thanks for a wonderful year and an amazing upcoming summer
4: Yes, absolutely. I'd best start packing for my flight, even though I say that we're in the Sonic Society building in Nova Scotia every every time. I'll pack for the flight anyway.
3: Well, you have to go back home.
4: Oh, that's true. Yes. (laughs) So you
3: have to pack for the entire summer to stay Uh, here. You only come on Sundays to do the uh, Sonic Society and intros. But this summer, of course, every summer you spend the, the whole time with us. It's such a good
4: job that Nova Scotia is right on the eastern edge of Canada because it makes it such a short hop over. It is, it's only a four hour flight (laughs) So it's Take care everyone See you at the Playhouse next week everyone And thanks so much Awesome The following message is for podcasters only. If you are a listener and not a podcaster, you are permitted to cover your ears and say la 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 for the next 30 seconds or so. Okay. Podcasters. La, 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 if you create audio drama and or comedy, you are invited to join the brand new Mutual Audio Network. Not only will your productions be showcased in a brand new Netflix-ish type of distribution, but you'll also share in resources from music to sound effects to voices. To people saying la 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 la. la, la. For details, visit mutualaudio or inquire at mutualaudio at gmail.com. La la la. la,
3: la. You can stop la lying now. What? Can't hear you got my ears covered. La la!